Welcome back to Smithburg Auto Presents High School Football in Southeast Iowa by uh, on Round Guy the Podcast. This is episode 74 we're on, believe it or not. Today's uh, we're talking Sigourney Kyoto Cobras football. On the phone with us is Jared Jensen, the coach. Welcome to the program, Jared. Hey, thanks for having me. So, uh, 8-0 season, 5-0 in the conference, uh, going into the uh, first position in the playoffs. Uh, give our uh, listeners a little synopsis of the season you've had and how uh, hard-fought all these wins were. Oh, well, man, it's it's uh, it's been a season. Um, you know, I think we had pretty high expectations after the last season. You know, honestly, after the last two seasons, uh, you know, 8-0 drop in week nine uh, three years ago. And then, uh, you know, last year uh, winning the district and, and making it to the semifinals. And then, you know, we, we lost some really good seniors last year, but we only had seven seniors. And uh, so we knew we had a great core coming back this year. And, uh, you know, our, our kids have stepped up the challenge. I think, you know, our seniors definitely – have seen the success and been part of the success and, and knew they didn't want to be the group that let that down. And, uh, you know, they've, they've done a great job leading us all year long. You know, we go to Durant week one, um, man, it was, it was, uh, we definitely didn't play our best. Uh, had some, had some new guys up on the line that were, were filling in. One was a move in that, uh, you know, was learning everything from scratch. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't play overly well. We were, you know, we got up 10 nothing right away and then, uh, you know, kind of let them back the game. They scored and it was kind of back and forth from there. And, you know, there was about six minutes left in the game and we're, we're down, uh, uh, well, gosh, I think we were down 10. Um, you know, we ended up finding a way to score or we were down nine, uh, found a way to score, uh, kicked field goal, you know, got it within, uh, well, no, we scored. I, well, I can't even, I, it's been so long ago. Anyway, we, uh, you know, it was two minutes to go. They had the ball. We had a strip, uh, strip fumble and, and got on it and punched, uh, punched it in a couple of plays after that, uh, with, with about 20 seconds left in the game. So that was kind of the start of our season. You know, it was, we were on the ropes and, uh, you know, Durant was a good football team. I'll tell you what, man, they, uh, you know, when they're two and six right now, but I tell you, their first three games were against rated opponents, and uh, you know, if they don't have that, their their record definitely looks a little different than it does. But you know, we 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 learned from that win, um, you know, learned how to win, uh, and 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 came out week two, played Mid Prairie, and and just really really got things together. The you know the progress we made from week one to week two was was instrumental in our success uh, up to this point. You know. Went to Centerville after that. Um, you know, it was uh, it was a game where we, you know, they were. I think they were rated five in, in Class Two A. You know, their offense looked the part. Uh, you know, they 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 just really looked like a good team. So we were a little we were a little bit worried about stopping them, but uh, you know, had a really good game that night. Really shut their offense down. You know, put it together on our offense, and uh, you know, got out of there with a win, and then. You know, our district season's been been just loaded. Uh, you know, we, we, we played Pleasantville at home for our homecoming game. You know, had a really good game. We're hyped up for that. Uh, you know, 142 zip, I think. Uh, you know, and, and from there, just continued to get a little bit tougher. And, uh, you know, our, we had a three-game stretch in the middle there that um, was Pella Christian, which was, was an absolutely huge game for us. Uh, 
probably the biggest uh, biggest regular season win we've had here since in my ten years here. Um, you know, hard fought win. You know, they're a great football team, and it, you know, we we showed we showed kind of our um, ability to to be dominant up front, and uh, really just you know we didn't have any big runs, but you know we're not a team that looks for explosive plays. We want three and a half yards, and uh, you know if we can get that every play, we're we're set up for success. And you know that game we did that. We came away with a, a twenty to fourteen win, and it really felt good. You know, I mean, and, and if we were battered, bruised, and you know, I'm sure they were too. And going to you know the next week, then we have. Uh, you know, a top 10 team in Cardinal, you know, tough, tough ass to stop uh, that offense. And, uh, you know, our guys did a pretty good job. Uh, Griffin Griner's a heck of a heck of a player. And, uh, you know, really, really kind of, of when they, when they, when they go, he goes, or when he goes, they go, you know? So, uh, you know, we, he, he had some big plays on us, but they couldn't sustain a whole lot, and, uh, you know, finish with a, Fifty to twenty-six victory, I think there, and you know the next week, then we go to uh, um, Central Decatur, you know, so another another t- pretty tough opponent, you know, they were they're a playoff there, they were a playoff team till uh, last week when Cardinal beat or when uh, Pleasantville beat Cardinal, but uh, you know uh, we we knew they they th- they throw a lot of stuff at you offensively, and we knew we were gonna have to be ready for that, and uh, you know we started off a little bit slow, the two and a half hour drive, I think, just kind of rolled us to sleep early until we got woken up but uh you know ended up winning uh 37 to 9 there um you know probably didn't play our best but but we got the victory and then you know came out last week and uh played Van Buren and and really just we we started hot that game I mean that's what we talked about all week you got to start start with a purpose and and uh you know it was 35 zip uh uh by the end of the first quarter so you know it's been a it's been a season we played I think we're battle tested, we're playoff tested, and uh, you know it's one of those things where I think all those games are going to come into play in, in the postseason. Just seeing seeing tough competition all year long. We see a lot of teams that you played uh, that that really run the ball. Then you got the Cardinal teams that really throw the ball. Then you got uh, teams that are really defensive oriented. You know, but I, I really want to congratulate you on your team's balance because uh, your defense really seemed to be outstanding all year long, very consistent, uh, made the plays when they needed to do it. And your offense, actually, they got it done when they needed to do it. So I guess that's the kind of a combination that you'd have to have. Plus, uh, also, I'd like to congratulate you on your your focus because it would be so easy to just, you know, like we've seen with Purdue beating Iowa this week, just to have that one game where you lose a little focus and uh, they all eat it up. Yeah, you know, I, 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 and and we talked about that last night. I said, guys, you know, I mean, you've done something special. This is the second year in a row, district champs. Uh, you know, and it and it would be real easy to, you know, just think, well, hey, we're really good, and and we're we're just going to come out and show up, and they're going to lay down, and and our guys never ever never look at it that way, you know, and our coaching staff doesn't look at it that way, you know. We find the things that those teams are successful with, and really hammer our guys you know, with it. Hey, you, you, if you want to win this game, you have to stop this, you know, you've got to be able to slow this down and, uh, you know, just, just kind of puts a chip on their shoulder. You know, we, we put a little pressure on them to, to, to take care of business and, uh, you know, they've done it all year long defensively. You know, I, I'm really happy with where we're at. We lost our defensive coordinator from last year. Um, and one of our other defensive coaches both went down to Pekin and, uh, 
you know, so uh, it was a little bit unsure of, of what things were going to look like. We knew we wanted to stick with what we had, what Coach Weber had uh, implemented on defense for us. And, uh, you know, the kids knew it. They weren't really having to learn anything new. And, and they just, you know, Coach McCauley stepped in. and He's our new defense coordinator and has, has really done a good job, you know. I mean, uh, keeping the guys focused, uh, you know, preparing them for what, what they're going to see. And, uh, you know, it, pretty a pretty good game caller i mean he understands the game and understands what we need to do and when we need to do it so uh the defense has been been top notch uh you know we we've let some what let some plays slip by us in, in the back end but uh you know we learn from it and we 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 just keep going on and uh you know i think to to really beat us you got to be consistent uh you know our defense yeah we might give up some big plays but uh you know can you consistently move the ball on us and, and a lot of teams just haven't been able to do that so uh, you know and then and again like you said the offense when when we need defense to step up they step up when we need the offense to step up they step up you know and I think our special teams has really been um, you know the last couple of years we, we've we've spent a lot more time in practice working on our special teams uh, which, which takes away time from working on some other stuff but you know that's a third of the game and we just know that uh you know, that's really important. we got to set ourselves up for success, uh, you know, on the special teams, and our kids buy into that. How many points does your team score on special teams this year? Um, well, we've had you, 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 we've had a couple kick uh, kickoffs and, and punt returns uh, called back from penalties. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's not so much. I mean, I know Levi's had, I think, two, uh, two punt returns for touchdowns. Um, you know, our, our field goal team, I mean, we, you know, Colton Clarahan has, has kind of self-learned how to kick, uh, took it upon himself between his, uh, sophomore and junior year to, to really start working on it. And, uh, really has come through clutch. I mean, he banged a 48 yarder through, uh, against Grant. Uh, I think he hit a 20, 26 yarder in that game as well. I mean, you know, there's six points that, uh, if we didn't have, we don't win that game. Uh. You know, he's, he's, I think he's hit three field goals on the season. Uh, so a couple returns, but really it's just the field position. Our punting game, we've, we've had multiple punters, uh, you know, started off the year with one kid. Another kid really started showing out, uh, in practice, kind of slipped him in. He got injured, went back to the, to Evan Dawson, who started the season. Um, you know, just, just gaining that field advantage on special teams is what we've really been good at this year. So you you've had to let's talk about Durant for a minute. Your opponent, you know, you 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 beat him, but it was a struggle. Uh, and then they recently just beat a very good Minneapolis team, I believe. So uh, what kind of problems would they present you this week? Well, there uh, Delong is is an absolute stud in the backfield. I mean, he's he's their go-to guy. I think they have uh, seventeen hundred and some odd yards rushing, and he's got sixteen eighty of it. Um, you know, their next leading rusher has 63. So, you know, it's it's one of those teams that, you know, we feel like we have 11 bodies out there that are really consistent, and, and they've got that one they really want to get going. And, and um, you know, so just stopping him, I mean, he's a heck of a runner. He's a big kid. He's fast. He's physical. Um, you know, everything you want in a running back. Um, and, you know, it's just going to have to be our job to, to slow him down. Uh, their pass game's not great. I mean, they, they literally rely on um, – along in the backfield to, to get it done and you know that, that's a that's a problem in itself um you know we 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 slowed him up and we did a pretty good job the first week against him uh, you know he he hit some backside backside uh 
lead counterplay or lead lead power plays that that just went and uh you know we, we've we've kind of figured out okay hey we need to do a little bit of this to try to get that stop and force them force them elsewhere and um, you know so so really he's he's there hard on offense and defense leads them in tackles um so we've got to have a plan together on offense that that we get a body to him every play so he can't just fly around the field and use his, his athleticism speed and physicality to to go make plays I uh, interviewed Waco's coach, Coach Edeker, and I asked him this question, and I'm going to ask you this question. What players do you have, or even players that you see in, in the league, that you think can take their game to the next level, that could play college football on some level somewhere? Who are those talented players that you have? I know you had one last year that signed uh, with Central uh, You know, I, I, think, I think we've got a couple. Uh you know, every year, every year, I think we have a couple guys, and, and some of them take that opportunity and go. Some of them don't. But uh, you know, I think I think some of these guys are, are definitely fully fully committed and, and want to go and play in college. Uh, Zach Smith already he's, he's a uh, last year as a junior all state offensive lineman uh, back this year. Just a heck of a grinder and, and a heck of a worker, and really, really just fell in love with football. And you know, a kind of interesting story with him is came out his freshman year. Um, you know, started out with this and just, just said, coach, I don't think football is my sport. You know, I really don't. And, uh, you know, we hated to see him go. Um, you know, but I think as, as he grew as his, uh, freshman year and his, saw the success his buddies were having at the JV level and, and the fun they were having, you know, he came back out a sophomore year, put in that time, put in the work, uh, you know, and, and ended up a year later being an all state lineman. So, um, you know, he's interested in going on, uh, Kate Molnix, our tailback, uh, you know, he's, he's interested. I think he could play, um, you know, either a running back or a linebacker in college. Um, you know, he's, he, as a freshman, he played corner for us. Uh, you know, he, I could see him maybe be a strong safety type guy too, as well. So, you know, those two, uh, Evan Dawson, you know, a kid that we, we've got him at our blocking back in our single wing formation. Um, you know, kind of a uh, kind of an old school fullback, I guess. Doesn't really get the ball. Uh, leads blocks on a lot of plays, and uh, you know, he, he, his thing is, you know, he's just not he's not big enough to be a lineman. And you know, I I, I almost think he's more of a skill type guy uh, in 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 kind of a fullback body. I mean, he's athletic. He does a lot of different things. We get him on the edge, and he he's leading our our buff sweep stuff, uh, and does you know he's instrumental in what we what we're able to accomplish on the edge. But uh, you know I think he's interested in going to play. It, it, I'll be interested to see kind of where a team might feel he can fit in there. Um, you know we've got a couple other guys that that are kind of undecided on what they do. Kate Striegel, um, you know I think he can go play some college ball. Uh, you know Fulton uh, Clearhand, I think honestly. Uh, as far as kicking goes, uh, he could go. He could go kick at the college level, but he's he's a baseball guy at heart, and he's already signed to uh, go to Southeastern for for baseball. So you know, there's there's a handful of guys. Levi Crawford, uh, you know, plays corner for us and wing back. You know, just a talented kid. Uh, he's a baseball kid as well. But you know, I, I, maybe there's that chance that he'd want to go play some college ball. I know some some teams are interested in him and. Uh, you know, really does a good job at corner, and, and you know he's he, he kind of does it all. He's our returner, um, wing back for us, uh, corner for us, leads us in receiving. Um, 
you know, but it, it'd be interesting to see kind of how, how that all pans out with him. And, I heard Colton um, Clarahan had a 21 strikeout seven inning game this year. Yes, he did, man. He, they, this kid can deal. He can deal. So I don't feel bad about him not going to play with, with as good as he is uh, on the football field. Uh, well, he's an even better baseball player. You tell him from me, uh, Steve Pilchin, a.k.a. the round guy, uh, Colton's one of his favorite players, and he has been uh, following him all week and uh, really speaks highly of him. Well, absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate that. I'll let him know, you know. Uh, do have another kid. Uh, we have a move in this year, uh, Connor Reed. Uh, came from Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont, and, uh, you know, team last Christmas or after Christmas, and, and you know, was he, he's a football guy, and, and uh, we love having him here. And, and he's a guy that's that's uh, interested in going to play as well. He's He's got some looks from some schools, and, uh, you know, just done a great job for us. I mean, he's a big physical kid. He's a great wrestler. Um, you know, he, he fit in on our offensive and defensive line really, really well. So uh, I understand you have a tremendous uh, community support and lots of fans in the stands. Uh, how does someone follow uh, this, the Cobras? Uh, how can they listen? How can they watch the social media? You know, what, what what's the opportunities to follow the team? Yep, so, so you know, obviously coming to a game. Uh, if you've never been to Cobra Field and the Snake Pit, uh, you know, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, you know, but, but we, we've got, uh, we've got a really good relationship with Thunder Country, uh, out of Albia. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been doing live streaming for football for a couple of years now. Uh, well, more than a couple. I mean, we were doing it before everybody really started live streaming. Hmm. Um, you know, started, started with just kind of the radio and then got the video involved. And, uh, you know, they, 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 uh, we've got a link on there you can go watch. Um, you know, just just go to watch live and click on it, and you'll drop so how, down. Oh, is that on the Thunder Country? What's that? The link live is that from the Thunder Country? I saw they had some yes. tremendous coverage. So you can just go in there, hit the uh, uh, watch live, and yep, and it'll drop down. There will be about six or seven school, or well, I think nine schools uh, listed there. You just click on Sigourney Kyoto, and, and you're right there on Friday nights. Yeah, we, we've did some cross promotions with KCII, and they're following your team and uh, very well versed in uh, your teams and your opponents. Uh, and I think I'm going to try and get a hold of Thunder Country next because they really did have some tremendous. Now, I see uh, now Davis County uh, is on Facebook Live on the Atumal Radio Group, but they said they would not be able to cover the team live in the playoffs. Have you heard anything about that or? Right, so we we do have we do have a Facebook Live page as well that uh, you can watch on Sigourney Schools, uh, uh, you know, SigourneySchools dot com. Uh, but it, it's the same it's the same broadcast that gets sent to uh, uh, or that's that's published through uh, Thunder Country. You know, Coach Crawford and Coach Eslick are on there announced for us and uh, do a, just do a ton of great things. I mean, our sponsorships are phenomenal through that. Uh, you know, our, our, our support is, is amazing here. I mean, it really is. And it's just continued to grow and continue to grow. And, and kind of something that was dear to my heart was uh, I, I've, got a, I've, a, I've got a guy on staff, uh, Coach Aaron Sellers, that played, played for Bob Howard um, in 01, won a state championship with him. Um, you know, and, and, and Coach Weber, who, who left uh, this year to go down to Pekin, uh, same thing, he was on the 05 championship team. You know, both of them said, you know, we're the, it's it's the same feeling now as it was back then. You know, where 
you know, after when I took over in 2011, you know, that senior group that before I got there, you know, there was a ton of seniors, a great program, a uh, great team, you know, finished up 11 and one, I think lost to Regina in the quarters. So, um, you know, that was, you know, that was, that was kind of starting to build back up. Uh, but when you lose 20, 25 seniors and, uh, you know, I came in and we had one returning starter from, from the year before, you know, it's just kind of been in rebuild mode and, uh, you know, the culture, the culture kind of changed there when I got there. Uh, we weren't winning like they were used to, uh, but it was a building process and, and just the commitment and the buy-in from the players, uh, and the players' parents and, and the community itself has, has driven us and, and put us in this position where we are now. You know, one thing I admire about your team as I followed them every game is the, they, they, they don't make a lot of mistakes. And their defense is, uh, seems to be kind of turnover-oriented. They seem to force mistakes on the other team, but they don't seem to repeat those mistakes. Would you, would you agree with my uh, interpretation there? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, they, and, and, you know, I think it's a learning experience for all of them. Uh, you know, there's been some games that, that may, you know, in, in our back end, we've got two, two corners that are returning from, from last season, two brand new safeties. So, you know, we kind of do going into this, like up front, we know we were going to be pretty good. We had all three linebackers back, a couple guys on the D line that were, you know, and we do a ton of, a uh, ton of rotating. I mean, we've got two, two D line groups that are, going in most of the game we've got a third ready to go if, if if need be and uh you know so so we had a lot of guys up in our front uh uh front seven that that played last year so we knew that was uh, up front we were going to be pretty good and uh you know the back end we had a, a, a sophomore and cole kindred start for us uh, you know did a lot of good things last year learned a lot from brady dua who was a phenomenal uh phenomenal field safety for us i mean just phenomenal player for us in general but uh you know, he was, he was the pick master. I mean, he was, he was getting picks left and right and learned a lot from him. And, and I think as a sophomore, he's done a heck of a job. Uh, there's times maybe we're a little out of position, but, uh, you know, I, I would say 90% of the time he's really stepped up and, and, and been in the right place and, and doing the right things. Um, Cole, Cole Clarahan last year played some DN. He started the season at linebacker. You know, we were pretty full there with some really good players knew he needed some experience and, and, and kind of moving him up to our rush end. Uh, you know, he was playing, he was playing outside linebacker anyway, uh, put him up on the end and just let him go. And, uh, you know, really got some experience there, did a good job for us. Uh, but we knew like, you know, I mean, he's a kid that can play about any position. He could, you know, he can play on the D line at end, not definitely not interior. Um, he can play linebacker. But he's a kid that, that you, you you can just see when he was a kid. He's got a brother that's a sophomore right now. They were backyard football specialists. You know, he you can just see that in him. You can see the reaction, the understanding, the the uh, angles to the ball. And and you know, we lost we when we lost a duo. We also lost a, a, another three year starter last year in Wyatt Searin. Um, so, you know, we just felt like, you know, I think Cole could really, really excel here and uh, has done a really good job for us. But, uh, you know, it's been a learning experience and they're still learning how to how to handle all the situations. And, and we have got burnt some in, uh, on the, in the past. But, uh, you know, I, I think with with what we like to do is shut down your run, force you to pass. And, and we've got faith in our kids back there. They're going to make plays. And, uh, you know, I think against any passing team, it's easy. It's easy when you're really successful to when you see a good play 
that the other team makes. You know, you feel like your guys are out of position and they shouldn't make that play because of the the high level of play we, you know, our, our kids are playing with. But you, know, you got to understand if they if they have one or two or three of those a game out of sixty some plays, you know, we're, we're doing a pretty good job there. So you know, there there's times that we maybe I get a little upset with what's going on. You know, if we may give up a big pass or something like that. But again, like I said earlier. Can those teams consistently do it? I, I don't think our kids will let them consistently do it. They might, they might catch a break here and there, but uh, you know, just the consistency of our kids and our, our defense, uh, how well they're playing, is is really help drive um, where this team's at. We're talking with Jared Jensen of the eight and O Sigourney Kyoto Comets, a five and O in the conference, first place in their division going into the playoffs. Uh, Southeast Iowa is very proud of you. Uh, I hear it all the time. Uh, covering, uh, we cover a lot more than just high school football. We kind of like a, almost like a radio station that covers all the events around. But our high school football coverage really got us going. I mean, it really, we gained so many. We have uh, six, I'd say uh, 80, 90% of the people listening in Iowa listen in Southeast Iowa. And every town you could almost imagine around here is listening. And, uh, Jared, you've been quite, uh, you and your team have been one of the big reasons why we've been able to move this uh, podcast forward. we got a couple minutes. Uh, take a, take us to the finish of this uh, episode. Well, yeah, you know, I, I come out and come out and uh, watch with your own eyes uh, Friday night. It's going to be a great football game. Uh, you know, it's Durant round two. We saw him the first time. We, we know we didn't play up to our potential that first week. Uh, had a lot of guys learning on the run and, uh, you know, we're, we're ready to go now. We're firing on all cylinders. I think our, our, our game plans defensively and offensively, um, you know, are, are, are ready to go. Um, it's just, it's just going to be time for the kids to make sure they prepare themselves this week. Um, you know, and, and, and come out Friday night and, and just excel in everything they're doing. Um, you know, we got to play team football and we've done that all year long. We don't rely on one guy, you know, you look at our defensive stats, we don't have one guy that's popping out with a ton of tackles. I mean, we, we gang tackle, we get bodies there. You know, our D line doesn't have a ton of tackles, but we don't ask them to do that. You know, we, we just want them to hold their gap, you know, force, force the ball, uh, keep forcing it outside. And then we've got bodies out there to pick it up. You know, our linebackers scraping or running the crease, uh, our DBs coming up to, uh, to make plays and, you know, offensively, you know, we're, we're just on a mission there. I mean, Cade Molnix is, is a heck of a running back. We got a heck of an offensive line, um, you know, with our ends and, and, you know, a couple other backs, Colton, Colton, Clarahan running spin back for us. So he's kind of our runner slash thrower, uh, Levi, you know, running counters for us and, and, uh, catching balls. So, you know, exciting group. Uh, it, it'll be a great game. You know, I told her, guys, you can't look at it as it's a one-versus-four matchup and think you're just going to show up and win the game. You know, they're going to have confidence. They, you only beat them by three points last year uh, in week one. You know, now it's time to it's time to make that statement and, uh, you know, really show them that it, 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 it's, it's not the same team as you faced in week one. So we'll be ready to go, and we're excited about it. It's the first step to a new season, and uh, – you know, we just got to make sure we take care of our business. Well, thanks for for interview, Coach. If your team has half the enthusiasm and focus that you brought to this interview, I think you're going deep into the playoffs. And thanks for everything, and uh, we appreciate it. Hope you can come back sometime. All right, thank you. Go Cobras. P- appreciate it.